Hello, wonderful people of Dessert Before Breakfast. Um, I just had one bone to pick about your Dawson's Creek episode. Um, other than the fact that Melanie like didn't know who Joshua Jackson is and really insulted because we have the same birthday, it's fine. Um, but you may have confused Michelle Williams with Carrie Mulligan. Yes, Michelle Williams is who was in the show, but Carrie Mulligan was actually the person who was in The Great Gatsby. And overall, Michelle Williams is way better also she's been in like a lot of things and has like had four oscar noms and um won a golden globe for fossey verdon which is also something that's amazing and everyone should watch it um but probably not for this because it's a limited series uh that's it hey everybody i'm back to answer uh help answer these voicemail responses listen first of all i had a hard time knowing who anybody was and i did say that like i remember joshua jackson from fringe and mighty duck so i knew who he was i just forgot his name and dennis already got like mad at me for that i did shame you yes i did attempt at shaming you now now i don't know how to feel Why are you laughing? I'm laughing because <laughs> it's just it's so cruel and unfair and um <laughs> and just, and just it, it's ridiculous uh <laughs> the fact that like all the all the all the anger and the spite I mean I don't think she's the, angry the bloodshed in the war uh, was conjured up by <laughs> by this particular. Am I going to be stabbed? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I was going to say that I was uh, my first response when I heard that uh, voicemail was just how obvious it was that I should have considered uh, remembering the name of the actors as a part of my research to sort of like rejigger Dennis. Uh-huh. I accept your apology. <laughs> I do feel bad about mixing Michelle Williams up with Carrie Mulligan, though. That was my bad. Also, I couldn't pinpoint what I knew her from, but it turns out it was from Manchester by the Sea. It wasn't Great Gatsby? No, she wasn't in Great Gatsby. The other one. The one with... <laughs> I like how we're making the same mistake. <laughs> Guys, you forgot that Michelle Williams was also at Brokeback Mountain, and that was a real, real stupid thing to do. Okay, well, I feel like this is another attack on me, personally. Um, (laughs) You know what would be nice, though? Some positive feedback instead of this shit. Hi, welcome to Dessert Before Breakfast, the show where we watch the last episode of a series and review it with someone who's never seen it before. I'm Mike Durrell, and I've seen every episode of High Score Girl. I'm Melanie Germain, and I've seen none of, what is it, High Score Girl? Yes. Cool. Yes, that is the name of the show. Nice. So, Melanie, what's your deal exactly? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Michael, I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> aspiring actress i guess would be like the the most uh 
apt description or whatever. I wanted to, I want to get into film and TV. I've done some voiceover uh, classes, I guess. So I want to get into that too. My dream is to be in a video game uh, as a voice actress. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, just hobby wise, I like weapons, I guess would, would be the best way to put it. I really like ax throwing, knife throwing. I've gotten into archery now. Nice. improv which is a weapon in itself i believe and uh i don't know games cool games are fun i have a game tattoo oh yeah that's right yes why don't you why don't you tell me about your game tattoo oh it's um the kokiri emerald from zelda ocarina of time uh it's like a friendship tattoo i have it with um a couple friends of mine who have the you know the zora sapphire and the goron ruby nice it's pretty sweet mine's the best looking one though yeah they can attest to that too they they know it clearly what's your deal mike um well i i like the video games i work on video games in for my day job and then i come home and i play the video games and then i play trombone in a ska punk band that only sings about video games called the waybirds you can like us on facebook um which kind of is why I chose this next show, uh, High Score Girl, which is an anime done by Netflix and Square Enix, I want to say, did the actual show. But yeah, so it's a Netflix original show. It's only two seasons and it recently ended. And I believe that the show is now ended like there won't be any more seasons. As far as I know, based on what I've read, it seems to end where the manga ends. So I don't believe there's going to be a third season which makes it a prime candidate for this. So this is our first anime that we've covered. Yes. You are very well versed in the world of anime. I am not. I've never really been a huge fan of anime. Um, like I watched Digimon growing up and I watched Cowboy Bebop and there's like a handful of others that I really liked. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm mostly like oblivious to a lot of the tropes around anime. Okay. So I'd be curious to know what you think of this show in particular. Okay. I'm excited, man. All right. We're going to break to watch the final episode of High Score Girl and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Let's hear your recap. What happened? Okay, okay, okay. So it starts off Street Fighter Tournament, super high stakes, overcoming iron walls. That's a huge thing. I just watched another anime where there was a whole thing about iron walls and it was about volleyball. So I like how they use that that a lot. Wait, what's this iron walls? What is that? Like overcoming an iron wall. I've never heard of this before. It's like you'll never be able to beat my defense and then they end up beating the defense. Right, right. Which okay. is what she did. Right. Except in the other anime that I watched, it was about volleyball and this is about video games. So that was that was hilarious. I was like, oh, Iron Walls. Um, I really liked how uh, even though they were sitting still and basically not really moving, dynamic stuff was happening around them. It was super interesting. That was really strong start. It was great. I could tell that they were friends, very, very good friends. I established later on that they were probably like love interests too or and rivals who pushed themselves to be better uh, i figured that she just from what she was wearing i figured that she would be better than him i also figured that she would be rich yeah you're pretty much spot on i got that she was there was a lot riding on the match like he really wanted to win for some reason i i i figure that reason was because he was going to confess after he won mm -hmm. like that was maybe the goal of it right um but 
then he loses. A lot of time passes. And of course, in a very man baby fashion, he just gives up on gaming because he lost. Um, I don't know who the shiny guy was, but I really liked him. Yeah, the weirdo friends, Kotaro and Ganta uh, is their name. Oh, okay, cool, cool, like, cool. I don't know which remember which one of the shiny guy was. I think he was Kotaro. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I liked him. He was great. Um, I, I, I didn't really get anything else about any other character, really, except for the, the, the other love interest who gave up. But I, sorry, I'll get to that. Um, so I, I, I felt that she felt the same, but something was preventing her from actually confessing. And that, that, and then it came out that she was leaving. Um, she seemed like the typical girl that has trouble with emotions. Sorry, which, which girl are you talking about? You're talking about the the... the main, the main girl, the, the, I get, does she, does she not talk in the show at all? No, she does not talk ever. Okay. And it took me several episodes to realize that was what was going to (laughs) happen. Cause I'm like, oh, I see. She's just really quiet. And then after I'm like, wait, she hasn't said anything for a while. And I'm like, wait, no, she's never said anything ever. And the other thing that really frustrates me too is like, I feel like, she might just be like nonverbal, like autistic potentially, and that might make sense. But then there's definitely moments in the show where other people say, "Oh, she said this." Like she does talk to some people, right? <laughs> she just doesn't talk to the main character of the show. She's she's very choosy about it. <laughs> yeah, she never talks to the main character of the show, and therefore we never hear her speak. Oh, so that's really weird. I, it's a super weird thing. I guess it's like she's the ideal ideal dream dream girl to any you know gamer, <laughs> one who doesn't talk. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. What you're saying? Oh, she's really good at video games, and she doesn't talk very much. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I Um, I I should I should mention that I I do not care for this show at all. I just wanted to see you tear it apart, really. Oh my god, I I wait. I'm not done with the summary yet. Okay, yeah, let's continue with the summary. I guess I'll I'll also state that this was really awful yeah <laughs> it's, it was very bad it's funny because i would not have guessed that from your first three mi- minutes of summary it sounded like you're really into it i i like the start okay. i like the start the whole like fight between them and then like the whole bunch of things happening and flashes from their past and i'm like okay cool they made this really s- like sit still pose interesting to watch at least mm-hmm. but then they started talking and i was like oh okay <laughs> okay i see what you're doing okay let's step back here for a second yeah so anyways she's leaving don't know why i got that she was the maybe the responsible one bad with emotions um the big sister comes to visit him because he's like not gaming and definitely in a bad place um big sister of the girl he likes and then she mentioned that she gave him a scooter and that that just confused me because who gives a scooter as a gift yeah i can't remember why like i remember her giving the scooter i can't remember why was she also in love with him no 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 no. she just like recognized that they were in love and then she somehow blames herself because because she didn't do something and they don't go into clear about in the show what exactly she didn't do then her sister has to do it instead i guess to be like the head of some sort of company or something yeah let a child run a company that seems like a good idea yeah exactly oh yeah then i put a note here um, the inner dialogue is dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. It, half half of the dialogue is all inner monologue, and I hated every second of it. The fight to to affirm one's feelings was so anime. Uh, mm-hmm. Finding your determination so anime. Again, I wrote the dialogue really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so many girls into some loser dork is also like a trope i guess yeah oh i guess we should say as a side note we did watch the dub of this episode but we did watch like a bit of the sub in it and the sub actually does seem to the be the sub was so much more tolerable yeah oh it does God. seem to be more tolerable Well, because i don't know it's just it just makes more sense in my mind that a guy is calling himself a baka as opposed to somebody in english saying i've been a <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah it's just it just feels really weird it the, also reading the sub the dialogue was way better written was that good english yeah it was written like better yeah i agree and then yeah the whole thing about that girl also being in love with him and like there was they had like a her and the other girl had a video game fight to determine their feelings for the boy was really stupid. (laughs) And, and then, and then how uh, I, I don't, I don't like this part. Never do this as a person, but the, the mind games, like her having her sister give him the ring. And then he's like, okay, this, there's no note, but this definitely means that she's done with me. And then this other girl being like, no, don't you know women? (laughs) This means the opposite of that. (laughs) You're supposed to go after her with the ring. And I'm like, what the fuck is this person talking about? (laughs) Nothing. This isn't clear. I'm a girl. I didn't get that from this. I didn't get that at all. (laughs) No. Who does that? And then her just like screaming into the wind because she can't have him. I'm like, First, okay. Also, I don't like the look of this anime. I don't like the, ah. the animation style at all. Yeah, do you, could you put your finger on what exactly this animation style was? It's like two D, but they're also trying to delve into three D. Is that what no, it is? No, I think. Okay, I don't know for sure, but I think that everything is done in CG except for the faces. Oh, so it's it's made to look like anime, but it's CG to like cut costs essentially yeah i didn't like it because cg is actually cheaper yeah is it yeah i think so at this point it's getting cheaper because you don't have to like redraw everything and stuff i guess you just like pose models around yeah it's um yeah no it's it's uh it's jarring and nothing looks fluid nothing looks real you could tell that it looks like a computer is doing it you know Mm -hmm. yeah but also that blonde girl her fate like her eyebrows what was with that? I, I didn't notice this. Oh, her eyebrows were blonde, but like heavily blonde. Oh. Like it was, I don't know. It was just weird. It's like she had a beard on her eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she had a beard on her eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I liked the out of order thing. So while while he like shows up and then there's like the the little game console that's out of order and i'm like oh i get it he's he's out of order he's the one who's broken (laughs) and then as she's yelling at him yeah she's yelling at him it like starts to turn on and i'm like that probably wouldn't happen in real life but you know i appreciate what they're going for yeah and then so then she ends up going to the airport and he's like still sulking and stuff and not deciding to go and of course he makes up his mind at the very last minute thank god he has a scooter uh and then he starts heading out and then his mom um is nice to him for a minute uh and then he starts going and then this part i did not see coming at all yeah when all the video game characters like 
come to life and help him yeah. get to the airport on time, but then also cause a disruption within the skies that make it so her plane has to turn back. Yeah. And then Giles being like his guardian angel and giving him advice in just a still pose, which is so great. Like it, it wasn't even like they animated Giles and then had him talk to him. It was just a still pose of of Giles and talking to him. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Um, it, question, it, does that happen throughout the whole show or is that purely a final moment thing? So there very much is uh, a Giles. I can't remember if it's Giles or other characters, but I think it was mostly Giles, just like an internal monologue to sort of help because there's so much of his internal monologue in the show. Oh, to just joy. To sort of help him like have someone to talk to. Yeah. So there's a bit of that, but there isn't ever any hint that video game characters can be in the real world until that last scene okay well that was wild uh, it was it was quite wild yes that that happening was insane that was that was maybe the most entertaining thing about the show though for sure oh, yeah for sure i would i would agree but like i i didn't understand what the lesson was of that like what what's the fucking metaphor you know like what is happening why is it happening? I don't know, man. Video like if I play enough video games, they're gonna come and help me and get to airports. I, I think part of it is like he was so into video games and he didn't really have any other redeeming qualities. And it's like, oh look, the video games helped him because like there's this thing earlier it was like the video games helped me be able to like take my scooter license. And now it's like, now I'm good at video games so I could get to the thing on time, you know? Then why are so many people in? Like, sorry, two people is a lot for me. Why are so many people into him? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. And that's a question that the series does not answer. Okay, great. Because I I don't get, like, she, like, the, the he becomes, mis like, sort of entranced by this uh, ono character she's this mysterious girl right and he's like oh wow i want to more and then there's this other girl that's just in his grade mm -hmm. that he knows and like he talks to her and he hangs out with her they play video games together and she could see that he's pining after this girl um so then she gets really really good at video games for him and he could just not give less of a shit about her <laughs> you know what i mean like and it is te technically still a love triangle i guess but like he doesn't really like even start to notice he doesn't look at her at all well he doesn't look at either of them really as being in love with them he's so in love with video games he don't need no girls you know what i mean right so this episode shows differently <laughs> well even in this episode he's like oh like he's just kind of coming to terms with the fact that he might love this girl but like he's also like the entire arc of him through the series is him trying to beat her in street fighter and it isn't until like near the end of the series, he's like, oh, I think I also might be in love with, like, it might not just be the fact that I want to beat her in Street Fighter, but also I kind of want to just, you know, be with her or whatever, you know? I, I feel sad for both of these girls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I do know that the blonde girl has a spinoff manga series that might become a Netflix anime at some point. Um, wow. But the other girl, I know nothing about, you know why? Because she doesn't fucking talk. <laughs> The ideal woman. <laughs> Apparently. Um, wow. Uh yeah, dude. That I hated that. I don't I had my video on. I don't know if you saw me. Yeah, I know. I saw you like put your hand your head in your hands and just sigh. 
<laughs> because it's so hard. It's so hard to deal. I guess I should say oh like God. other parts of the show. Like a, there's there's entire section of the show which also is kind of irritating to listen to, where he's just like rambling off about like the demographics, uh, or like you know the Sega Genesis or the Sega Saturn, and just being yeah. I'm, oh yeah, sorry. I also wrote down. I also wrote down something about that, like the 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 video game jargon. Yeah, like the to- the Street Fighter talk is like I like Street Fighter and I play it, but I don't know like what any of the moves are called or whatever and it was mind numbing mm-hmm. i i think i passed out yeah but there's even like they they do have like game specific stuff but then there's also stuff where he's just talking about new consoles coming out he's talking about new arcade games he's talking about and like like i would say this is like maybe a 30 percent of the series of yeah, him because pro- pro- product placement it's i don't know if it is product placement because they had to get they had to license it but like part of it is just him geeking out. And then because the series takes place over a long period of time, they talk about the different generations of games. So like this is the part where it's like it's too super irritating from a character perspective right. of him talking about this stuff. But it's interesting to hear about. OK, you know what I mean? So that might have been why I stuck with the series. But really, the series is awful and I kind of hate watched it. I mean, and that's kind of why I watched the whole thing. The whole thing about talking about games is cool but in this episode in particular again as a person who's never seen the series and has only watched this episode all he talks about is how sorry he feels for himself yes and it's very boring (laughs) yes and then there's he just comes to this conclusion like well i didn't get to beat her because i wasn't able to prove to her that i could beat her in street fighter so therefore she probably doesn't want to hear from me anymore yeah or maybe she doesn't want to see me before she leaves. And I'm like, why would you come to that conclusion? That is a stupid conclusion, sir. You child. Yeah. How old are they supposed to be? Because honestly, everyone looks the same age, even the mom. Even the old man looked the same age as everyone else. <laughs> he totally did. Uh, I would say that they're, I think they're in uh, middle school at this point. What's middle school? Like like high school, like, like early high school. Like grade nine? Yeah. Sorry, my school was K to 12, so... <laughs> My school was just high school, so. Okay. What what was your high school? My like technically, my high school was grade six or seven to twelve. Ah, mine was uh, mine was eight to twelve. Interesting. Is that your phone? Yeah. Sorry. You're very very unprofessional. We have to restart now. We have to watch the show again. Do we have to restart? Okay. <laughs> no, don't make me do it. It was awful. <laughs> no, I hated that. That was so bad. Like, but okay. To be fair, I might, I might give it a try if I were to do subbed as opposed to dub. Don't do it. Don't do it, man. I mean, I I feel like part of the reason why I only made it through the show is because I kind of watched it in the background, like while I was doing other stuff. Like I didn't really. Okay. Yeah, I did. I just like there was some there was some level of like just just morbid fascination with how is this story going to conclude when he clearly doesn't understand the emotions of anyone around him (laughs) (laughs) and and honestly by the end he still kind of (laughs) doesn't no yeah he still kind of doesn't Uh, although to be clear like you know sending the ring i mean not necessarily she isn't a great communicator either well she doesn't talk so i think she has an excuse at least (laughs) all right so um now it's time to uh give a review score of this episode that we love so much um i'm going to give it one joystick out of 10. I'll give it two disembodied Street Fighter characters out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Amazing. 
Um, okay, so yeah, would I go back and watch the rest of this series? The answer is no. But for anyone who would be interested in watching the series, I would recommend probably watching it subbed as as opposed yeah. to dubbed. For anyone who's interested in watching the series, I would like to recommend that you watch literally any <laughs> other series. <laughs> watch Great Pretender. That's a great Netflix anime series. Some people might like it, Mike. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, like, if you find that you are really in the mood for a romance story about an emotionally stunted gamer <laughs> and, and someone, someone who, who doesn't talk. talk and someone who's way too into him, even though she's not into her at all, then you should watch this series. Like she couldn't get a hint. Cause what they said it took place over five years. You're telling me she was yeah. in love with him for five years. Well, she was, she was like in love with him. And then she got like over the course of like a few summers or something. She got really into street fighter and for him, for him. Yeah. So she was still into him. Yeah, but I think that like at the end of the series, like it kind of becomes clear that she kind of enjoyed it anyway, but th- she definitely got into it for him. Okay. Yeah. Well, she was still into him by the final episode. Oh, yeah. She talks about... And she was crying. She screamed out into the to the world because she couldn't have him. I feel bad for her. Oh, yeah. I feel super bad for her. That's why I'm kind of... I hope she finds like a really, really nice man. Poor lady. Well, really, like, if they do, like, so basically this was a manga series, right? And then she mm-hmm. has a spin-off manga series where she kind of develops into, like, a different person based after the events of this story. And I feel like Netflix might do that. Or maybe I'd just be interested in reading it. Because I do want to know what happens to her. Because, like, again, she ends as, like, such a, you know. Loser. <laughs> her, the end of her story is not great. <laughs> so What a loser. Yeah, basically. <laughs> she lost everything and apparently she had a haircut i don't know this was bad why did you make me watch this dessert before breakfast is hosted by mike dorval and melanie germain editing by me callan dorval music by the brass action you can leave us a voice message at the link in the description or email us at dessert before breakfast at gmail.com Hello, Mr. and Miss Breakfast. Long-time listener, first-time caller here. Uh, I listened to your podcast last week about Dawson's Creek, and I took it upon myself to research so that I could clear up one of the most well-hidden secrets of Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek, where he used to go and groove and become a meme, is not actually a creek. Now, the place where it was filmed was Wilmington, North Carolina, which indeed does have many creeks. However, this specific body of water that they called the creek is not actually a creek, but an inlet. Now, I understand that Dawson's Inlet or Dawson's small arm of the river doesn't have the same ring to it. But if we can't be geographically accurate, then what are we even doing? What are we doing? And now, we know that they lied to us all of these years. The nerve.